If there's anything that is representative of Judaism, it's the way that the Rambam orders the next set of laws. We've just concluded the series on Avodah Zarah, idolatry, which is considered to be the most antithetical thing to Judaism, the most heretical position that a person can take. As you've seen over the last few days, there are many, many laws, all of which relate to the most objectionable behavior. And you come to the end of this thinking, well, is there any way back? What if a person had engaged with idolatrous practices? Maybe not the more borderline practices, but the real essence of idolatry, do they have a path back to Judaism? And so the very next series that the Rambam discusses is the laws of Teshuvah, which in Judaism does not mean repentance as much as return. So what is the mitzvah in the Torah that relates to Teshuvah? The Rambam tells us it is the positive commandment, that even in the temple times when a person would bring a sacrifice, the sacrifice itself was not the atonement. It was a requirement for the person to make a verbal confession. And that verbal confession is the positive commandment of Teshuvah, to enunciate, to tell aloud to ourselves as much as to Hashem what it is that we've done wrong. And only once we verbalize that we've done something wrong and we regret it, do we have the opportunity to move forward and to come back from even the worst behavior. You'll notice about the annual study of the Rambam, Judaism in one year, is that on Sundays we squeeze a whole series of mitzvahs into a single day, whereas on other occasions one mitzvah may extend over a few days. And the reason for that is because the cycle that we're studying dovetails together with the cycle of the three chapters of the Rambam where he goes into greater depth. And so when that happens, we'll also try and go into greater depth. Today we continue with a mitzvah, positive commandment, to confess sins, otherwise known as teshuvah. And the Rambam makes that very clear, that the principle is teshuvah. The principle is the repentance. The principle is not just to pay lip service. In fact, he goes so far as to say that if a person were to make a verbal confession that the person doesn't actually mean, it's the equivalent of a person immersing in a mikveh to purify themselves while still holding the item that made them impure in the first place. So the mitzvah is to say aloud, to verbalize confession, but the intention behind it is really what counts. And then the Rambam goes into some very poignant insights into how Teshuvah works. For example, he says that even if a person sins till their very last breath and does Teshuva at the last moment, it has the power to wipe the slate clean completely. He also tells us that we know that we have done Teshuva if we make such a firm resolution that in his words, God who knows the secrets of our hearts can tell that we'll never repeat that behavior ever again. And for us, the test is when we have the same temptation in similar circumstances and our resolution holds firm. The Rambam also tells us that at every moment a person should view themselves and the entire world as hanging in perfect balance and your next choice can literally save the entire world. Today's mitzvah in the Rambam continues with the positive commandment to confess our sins, which essentially represents the ideal of teshuvah. The Rambam says unequivocally that teshuvah is accessible to every single person at any time in our lives. But he does advise that there are certain behaviors or attitudes that could make teshuvah particularly difficult for someone. Out of the list, and it's quite a long list, one of some of the intriguing ones are that if a person removes themselves from the community, that will severely handicap their opportunity to do Teshuvah because there's inspiration to be had from the community. 
He also says that a person who pushes back against constructive criticism will also find it very difficult to do Teshuvah because they won't hear objectively what area they need to focus on in order to improve themselves. The Rambam also warns against certain behaviors that people believe to be innocuous and therefore they perpetuate those behaviors because they don't believe that they're actually wrong. And he does also speak about the idea that if a person says, I'll sin now in order to do Teshuvah later, that's probably the single greatest Achilles heel that anybody could have in terms of spiritual development because you keep on postponing, procrastinating and excusing behavior. The Rambam also speaks about the fact that Judaism believes unequivocally in the power of human free choice. Yes, of course, Hashem does know everything that will be in the future, but that does not in any way predetermine who we will be or what choices we will make, and therefore we are liable for our choices.